Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to New Reflections with Dr. Adam Rubenstein. Skin care and plastic surgery are hot topics these days. Let Dr. Rubenstein answer your questions and explain what you'll want to look for in aesthetic products and cosmetic procedures. Get ready for a discussion about all things aesthetic. Now, live from Miami, Florida, American Board Certified Plastic Surgeon, Dr. Adam Rubenstein. Welcome to New Reflections. I'm so glad to have you today. You know, I have to say, I wasn't going to do a show today. We're heading into the holidays. This is a difficult time. It's hard to find guests that can come on the show and give their time. Everyone's getting ready for either going on vacation or doing their shopping for the holidays. And it it was a little difficult to produce a show. But in fact, I wasn't going to do one. But recently, you may have heard in the news, there's been just an outrageous story, a story that's unbelievable about a non-doctor who's been injecting patients in their butt, in their face, doing these injections to augment these areas with the craziest of materials. And I was sitting and thinking about this story, and I felt like, you know, we haven't done a show on patient safety and choosing a good doctor and going through this. And and just recently I had a patient in my office, and we were talking, and, and this sort of thing came up. And it just it it occurred to me, I felt like we really should do a show. So in the last couple hours, to be honest, I put together some uh, guests that could come on and and talk about their experiences and what they've seen in the world of non-doctors doing procedures, non-qualified doctors, doctors practicing outside their specialty. So today's show is called Doctor, Doctor, Give Me the News. How do I choose? How do you choose a doctor? We're going to talk about that today and go through the, the best ways to choose a doctor. Really, we're going to talk about some of these disasters and, and what went wrong. How did this happen? How do people find themselves in these predicaments? And, and how common is it? You know, these stories pop up in the news every now and then. And you don't really get a sense for it being there all the time, but it is. And in cities like, like my city, in Miami, it's really more common than you'd ever imagine. This is going on almost on a daily basis. It just it it shows up in the news when something really bad happens. But there are some bad things happening all the time that just don't make news. Even people dying from these treatments that don't make news. Whenever the news gets a hold of it, it's always helpful. And I felt like we really should talk about it. So today's show, Dr. Doctor, give me the news. How do I choose? 
On today's show, we're joined by Dr. Mark Edelman. He's a board-certified plastic surgeon. We'll be having him join us shortly, and he's going to tell us some of his experiences practicing in Houston, Texas, and the things that he's seen. And uh, some of the stuff is just unbelievable. He has a, a shocking story that he's going to share with us. We have Dr. Anu Bajaj. She's been on the show before. We welcome her back to New Reflections. And she's going to tell us about some experiences she's had with a doctor practicing outside the, their specialty. And it's just an unbelievable story. We're talking about, in the Dr. Bajaj is going to tell us a story about an oral surgeon. Oral surgeons, of course, are doctors that specialize in surgery of the mouth. And this doctor, though a qualified oral surgeon, was doing breast implants. And she's going to tell us a problem that she had with a patient who had been to that particular oral surgeon. And if, if uh, possible, we're going to have another doctor, Dr. John Diaz, practicing in uh, Los Angeles, California. And, you know, he's seen a variety of these patients, too. I'm trying to get samples of people from around the country to come talk to us and tell us, you know, this is not just a Miami thing. This is not just a once-in-a-while problem. This is a problem that really runs rampant. Now, in the United States, last year, 2010, there were over 13 million procedures performed. And I'm talking about procedures performed, cosmetic procedures performed by board-certified plastic surgeons. This is statistics that are taken from the American Society for Plastic Surgeons. Now, that 13 million procedures, a little, a little bit over, actually, that doesn't include all the practitioners that are either not doctors or doctors practicing outside their specialty. So, And this also doesn't include the, some of the procedures that are being done by qualified doctors, facial plastic surgeons who are performing facial procedures, appropriately so dermatologists that are performing cosmetic procedures in an appropriate way. We're not talking about anyone who's, it just doesn't happen to be a board certified plastic surgeon. There are lots of good choices, people that are qualified and available to you to do good procedures and do them well and do them safely. What we're talking about are the millions of procedures that are being done by people who probably shouldn't be doing them. Now, you can get away with this. You know, we're talking about injections, people having Botox injections, that you know, maybe they'll get away with it, maybe they won't. If something happens, well, it's a temporary problem. Usually you're not going to hurt people with Botox injections for too long, although there have been some stories where crazy things have happened. But even something as simple as Botox injections, these, these are going on by non-doctors all the time. You can order stuff online. People get stuff from other countries, and they inject it into people. And, you know, we've had just this crazy story in Miami, just crazy. Let's talk a little bit about this story. This person, who uh, the name is uh, O'Neill Ron Morris. O'Neill Ron Morris is a, uh, a transgender, uh, I believe, um, male to female. And uh, uh, this uh, O'Neill Ron Morris has been doing injections using all kinds of bizarre concoctions. And the allegation is coming out. I think there's been three victims, uh, if I count correctly, that have come out so far. And it's just incredible the things that this person has been injecting into people's buttocks and faces. Uh, you know, I'm going to get into this story. I just want to introduce our first guest, and we're going to talk a little bit about this story to see his thoughts on it and his experience. I'd like to introduce uh, Dr. Mark Edelman. Dr. Mark Edelman is a board-certified plastic surgeon. He's been practicing in Houston, Texas for a long time, and he's seen his share of these disasters. Dr. Edelman, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks, thanks for coming on. I, I, I really do appreciate you. Know, in, the, in the introduction, I was talking about how short notice this is, and I really appreciate you taking some time 
to come on the show and, and join us today. I was just getting into the story about this uh, this alleged non-doctor performing injections here in Miami, and it seems pretty conclusive if you look at the evidence in the news. O'Neill Ron Morris has been injecting stuff. Now, we're just getting to this crazy stuff this person's been injecting. Now, get this. According to reports, O'Neill Ron Morris has been injecting a combination of cement, fix-a-flat, mineral oil, and superglue. Some form of a concoction made up of those things has been injected into people's faces and buttocks. This is just incredible. And this is being done usually in hotel rooms, whether uh, Morris is the person getting the hotel room and having people come to have the injections or, or other people have hotel rooms and Morris goes to their room, I don't know, but it's certainly not being done in a medical facility and it's certainly not being done by, well, allegedly, I should say, not allegedly being done by uh, a doctor or a, even a, a medical person. Dr. Edelman, I mean, how, how crazy is this? Cement? Fix a flat? What's going on here? <laughs> I mean, well, it is you know, I guess if you're going to augment something, you might as well use Fix-A-Flat, you know? <laughs> no, honestly, um, uh, it, 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 the problem is probably more widespread than, than just in Miami. I mean, um, uh, <clears throat> you hear stories, you know, on in the national media about this every day, and it's just unbelievable that it still happens that, that people will um, still go to, you know, sort of unlicensed backroom physicians, you know, um, when you hear stories of, you know, permanent injury and even death related to this sort of stuff. Oh, sure. No, there's there's death that happens all the time. That uh, We did a show called Plastic Surgery Disasters, and I told the story about a patient who uh, was going for, uh, for in- injections, and I think it was either injections or fat transfer. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, I'm pretty sure injections and uh, was just left on the road for dead. This person went to what was a back room. Talk about back room physicians. Well, these two people weren't physicians. She went to a back room uh, of a tile warehouse and was having a surgical procedure done. I think it might have been fat transfer. either fat transfer or some sort of injection. I think it was fat transfer. But how crazy is that? You know, what is going on with this where people go into this basically a, a backroom operating room that certainly can't be even clean, let alone sterile. How do people find their way into this thing? I, I looked into this in the case of O'Neill Ron Morris, this, this case in Miami, of the fix-a-flat augmenter. Um, this person had an accomplice, an alleged accomplice by the name of Corey Eubank. Now, uh, I know that O'Neill Ron Morris is uh, – a transgender, and I don't know if a Corey Eubank is, but apparently it was through the social network that uh, their their victims found them. There's a victim that came uh, recently forward that a few years ago had injections by Morris, and uh, her name is Najindra uh, Nareen Singh, and uh, Ms. Nareen Singh had injections in her face. Now, the, the photographs on the news are just unbelievable, and she had huge, swollen, red just foul-looking uh, cheeks from these injections. It's real problems. I imagine they, they looked infected, certainly grossly inflamed. And, you know, it was what you would imagine. You're going to inject fix-a-flat and mineral oil and cement and these things into someone's face. Well, you know, that's going to happen. But how do you get yourself into that position? Well, Nareen Singh 
in explaining how, how she got herself into that position. She basically found it through the network. Uh, she, too, is, uh, is trans transsexual in some way, whether transvestite or transgender, I'm not sure. But it was through that network of people. And, and that we see this not only in the transsexual or transgender community. We see this in the Latin community, in the Asian community. You know, people tend to group together and they get references, you know, if you're looking for a, for a plumber, if you're looking for a mechanic, you know, if you're looking for anything, it tends to go to your friends. And so that's how people like O'Neill, Ron Morris and others uh, who've done these illegal injections get their patients. You, you've got to see this in Houston. Yeah, I, um, it, you may be aware that you know several years ago. Actually, it was in 1999. There were uh, very similar cases in this, in Houston. I mean, I hope that, that the two aren't related. Um, and it, it it was very similar circumstances in Houston in 1999. It was also uh, a trans transgender. I don't know if it's male to female, and most of the uh, victims were also um, trans transgender uh, or transsexual. Um, men or women, um, and this person was injecting um, basically um, brake fluid, and oh um, they injected brake fluid into you know for buttock augmentation and other areas. And um, the hospital that I work at um, uh, ended up basically taking care of two of these patients, and um, <clears throat> I know one of them died. I can't remember. Um, uh, what the outcome of the other patient was? Uh, you know, it, it really doesn't matter if sure. you're not you're not going to have a good outcome if no. you're injecting brake fluid or fix a flat or any of this nonsense. We have to take a short commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk about a case that I saw uh, for silicone injections, a similar situation, and then we'll move on and, and talk about actual doctors that are doing this, uh, doctors from other countries, doctors from our country doing this. We'll take a brief break and we'll come back speaking with Dr. Mark Edelman here on New Reflections. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. Cosmetic surgery is a big deal. Make sure you do your homework. Why? This is not my car I'm working on. I may settle for an okay job on that, but I won't settle for anything less when it comes to my body. Do your homework. My doctor trained with world-renowned plastic surgeons. My doctor is a fully board-certified plastic surgeon. My doctor is an MD and on staff at several Florida hospitals. My doctor is an associate professor of surgery at a major university. My doctor is Adam Rubenstein. People pick a doctor based on trust. You can trust Dr. Rubenstein. He has the experience, knowledge, and artistic touch you're looking for. Call 305-792-7575. That's 305-792-7575. Call today for a free consultation. Dr. Adam Rubenstein, Turnberry Plastic Surgery at Biscayne Boulevard in the William Lehman Causeway, where medicine meets artistry. My doctor is Adam Rubenstein. 
Entrepreneurial Insights is your weekly excursion into the world of business ownership. Presented by Sunbelt Business Brokers, the leading business brokerage and intermediary firm in the world, Entrepreneurial Insights will examine critical issues that impact both existing and prospective business owners. If you own or want to own a small business, listen for Entrepreneurial Insights with John Davies, Pino Boccinello, and Matt Ottaway. Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to New Reflections with Dr. Adam Rubenstein. If you have a question or comment for the host or this week's guests, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You can also send an email to info at dr-rubenstein.com. That's info at dr-rubenstein.com. Now, back to New Reflections. Welcome back to New Reflections. I'm your host, Dr. Adam Rubenstein, and I'm speaking with Dr. Mark Edelman. We're both board-certified plastic surgeons, and we're speaking about choosing doctors well and and these disaster stories that you see in the news and what went wrong. We were just talking about uh, the story about O'Neill Ron Morris in uh, the Miami or South Florida area. Uh, There are other stories. uh, In the past, there was a a team, uh, Donnie Hendricks and Mark Hawkins, a similar story. Uh, Donnie Hendricks is a transvestite who uh, was injecting silicone illegally and uh, it caused horrible complications to a few people and ultimately uh, was given five-year prison sentence. And uh, Mark Hawkins, I don't know what the ultimate verdict was. Mark Hawkins was the accomplice that was uh, helping get these injections done. And again, it was through these social networks. And it's not just people who are within that social network because friends of others who might be end up in similar circumstances sometimes because you trust your friends and where they go. And I had a patient uh, just before the break. I was telling uh, telling you about a patient that I had that had silicone injections. This girl went to have silicone injections in a, a local motel done by uh, a transvestite. And she described the procedure where this clear substance was taken out of a mason jar and put into a syringe and then injected into her butt and her hips to augment the area. Now, she ended up having a terrible infection and was admitted to a hospital. I ended up taking care of her. I operated on this poor woman at least 10 times. And each operation was no fun for her or me, really, but really no fun for her, I assure you. It was removing just infected material and draining areas that had been accumulating fluid and she ended up with multiple scars around her hips and her buttocks from these procedures. And ultimately, you know, we, we were able to get her over the hump and she's cured and now living her life. But, you know, to save a few dollars and go have these injections done, that's, that's one of the big attractions, Dr. Edelman. You know, these things are cheap. If you come to me for fat transfer to the buttocks, for example, it's going to cost anywhere from you know, eight thousand dollars to you know, and on up, you know, to do it safely, to do it properly, and, and have a, a good result in a, a certified operating room in a hospital, in my case. And you know, you look at that minimum eight thousand dollar investment for the average patient. It's looking for a quick fix, and a lot of people can't afford it, or they don't want to spend that money. 
And so they hear about something that's being done for a few hundred dollars or a couple thousand dollars, and it'll be done in a hotel room. They just go in, they go home. Well, it, it, it sounds great, but it just doesn't work out that way. You can understand how people are trying to save money by going the cheap route. So, you know, there's an old saying, you know, you get what you pay for. Right, of course, of course. And I think the take-home message is that, you know, don't be penny-wise and pound-foolish. You can throw another adage into this. Right. Make sure you are making a good choice. And today, the, the, the important message of today's show is choose your doctors wisely. People spend more time being concerned sometimes about who's going to do their hair, picking a hairstylist, than they do in choosing a doctor to do cosmetic procedures. But you need to really do your homework. And I'm going to repeat this a number of times through the show. One of the best resources to help you find a qualified doctor is plasticsurgery.org. That's plasticsurgery.org. Plasticsurgery.org is the uh, website for the American Society for Plastic Surgeons. Every member of the American Society for Plastic Surgeons is board certified. Every single one. Can't be a member, can't be on that site unless you're a board certified plastic surgeon. Now, it's a good place to start. It's not the only source for you to go and find a qualified practitioner, but it is a, a great place for you to find someone who you know has the right stuff to take care of you. And if you're going to look somebody up, we'll talk a little bit later about how you look up a doctor and find out, are they board certified? What are they board certified in? There's a lot of that going on, too. A lot of people practicing outside of specialty. Now, there's a story of a doctor, and you take a look online. There's a Dr. A. Stephen Pirnia. This is a doctor in California. This doctor, ultimately, for doing illegal operations, received 14 years in prison. I don't know what kind of doctor Dr. Pirnia is or was, but he was performing illegal liposuction and breast augmentation procedures. Now, here's one account of what happened to Dr. one of Dr. Pirnia's victims. One victim was a 50-year-old woman. This 50-year-old woman was supposed to have a breast augmentation. Well, the breast augmentation, how long do you think it should take you to do a breast augmentation, Dr. Edelman? What's your estimate? Hour to an hour and a half. Yeah, that's what I tell my patients, about an hour to an hour and a half. Yeah. I think in, in properly trained hands, it's about what it should take. You know, if, things, if there's a little bit of extra bleeding or something a little more challenging, maybe yeah, two hours. Hour and a half, typically, it, yeah. Yeah, so I'm thinking, you know, on average, one to one and a half hours, right? Well, this Dr. Pirney had told the woman she was going to have a three-hour operation for a breast augmentation. It ended up being eight and a half hours, and he had to use two or three sets of implants because they kept breaking and pouring out on the patient. Now, the patient knows this because she was awake during the procedure. Huh. Okay? And these, this is the report they're getting. Now, I assure you, this poor woman did not sign up for that. She had no idea. And, and in this case, Dr. Pierney, I believe, was a licensed physician in California, but probably not a trained physician. In fact, was not a trained uh, plastic surgeon or, or anything even remotely close. Eight and a half hours and two or three sets of implants later, this woman had a horrible result and ended up being hospitalized and ultimately pressed the charges along with at least one other victim that I was able to find, a 17-year-old girl who was hospitalized with infections after her breast augmentation. A 17-year-old girl finding her way to this ill-prepared, 
illegal doctor performing these procedures. What a disaster. Right. I mean, you know, let's see. If you, if you take uh, away the uh, operating room, you take away the anesthesia, you take away the years of training, you take away the hours from my practice for CME and further education in both you know, procedures and patient safety. Um, you take away the seven years of training I did beyond medical school. You know, I could probably perform breast augmentation too, you know, in a hotel room for next to nothing. <laughs> well, that's just it. You know, and, and you make a good point. You know, we don't mean to laugh at, yeah. at the people, the victims here, but no. it, it's, it's just a puzzling thing. How does someone find themselves in this position? How did this poor 17-year-old girl end up in a hospital after having a breast augmentation by this person? Well, because they're being deceived. And you need to be a good consumer. You need to be able to look these things up and know what to ask, what to look for. How are you going to find uh, th these qualified people? You have to ask the right questions. Let's take a moment and talk about some of these questions. Number one, first and foremost, are you board certified? And that's what, some, that's what patients have been told to ask their doctors. But I have to say that's an incomplete question. You can't just ask, are you board certified? Because it very well may be, if you ask Dr. Pirnia, are you board certified? The answer could be yes. Here in Miami, we have a busy cosmetic clinic that, that sells a lot of surgical procedures, a lot of injectables, a lot of, uh, in fact, for a long time was doing lots of liposuction. And if you ask the doctor in charge, are you board certified? The answer would be yes. So yet what you have to ask, though, what are you board certified in? What is your specialty by board certification? Who certified you? Because you say, are you board certified? Sure. But when you ask the other question, you'd find out that doctor is a family practitioner. You want your family doctor doing your liposuction? You want your family doctor putting in your breast implants? Probably not. I mean, you wouldn't. People don't come to me to have their pap smear done. You know, I'm a, I'm a board certified plastic surgeon. They don't come to me for a pap smear. Right, they could. They could. And, and I, I know where you're going. Go ahead. Explain your point. Well, I mean, you know, basically I'm licensed to practice medicine in the state of Texas. I mean, in theory, if I could get a, a hospital to, privilege, to give me privileges to do brain surgery, I, I could be a brain surgeon. I mean, I'll go, you're right. I'll go one further. In the state of Florida, you're licensed as a physician and surgeon. If you have a license... In the state of Florida, that practice medicine. You can do any procedure in your office that you can get a patient to consent to. That's true, but if you're a member of the American Society of Plastic Surgeons, you can't do that. That's true. And that's another benefit of looking on plasticsurgery.org. Anyone you find on that website has been uh, attesting every year. Every year we have to sign an agreement and, and attest to the fact that we perform procedures only in hospitals, accredited hospitals, or accredited and certified operating rooms, whether they're a surgery center or an office-based surgery center. So, again, going, not all doctors are created equal. Make sure you do your homework. You don't want, you wouldn't want me doing your pap smear. You don't want your family doctor doing your breast implants. We're going to take a short break and we come back uh, we'll be joined very soon by Dr. Anu Bajaj, and she's going to tell us a story about an oral surgeon 
is doing breast implants. We'll be right back after this short break here on New Reflections. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to New Reflections with Dr. Adam Rubenstein. If you have a question or comment for the host or this week's guests, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You can also send an email to info at dr-rubenstein.com. That's info at dr-rubenstein.com. Now, back to New Reflections. Welcome back to the show. Uh, we're talking this week about making good choices in doctors and some of the disasters that we've been hearing about in the news, both recently and, and in the past. And we were just talking about uh, looking up doctors on plasticsurgery.org, the American Society for Plastic Surgeons. And we were talking about facilities. Uh, now, before I go further, we're going to get into a story. Dr. Edelman has a, a really a pretty shocking story about something that happened right in his neck of the woods and what he did about it. But before we do, I want to invite people to call us. You know, people listen to this show uh, online. And if you're listening right now, um, if you're listening online and you, you're wondering if you can call in, well, you can always call. Uh, you can call even when the show is not being done live. We're live right now. But if if you're listening to uh, the the podcast or listening to the archive show on the web, you can always call. The number is 866-472-5792. If you call now, we can get you on the show, answer your questions, or hear your story. And that's what I want to get to. People have stories all over the country of things that have happened to them, things that have happened to their friends. One thing I want to make clear, though what certain people are doing, these these people that are either doctors doing this illegally or non-doctors doing this illegally, they're the ones breaking the law. The victims, the people that go and get the injections that uh, pay to have these these illegal injections done, that's not a crime. You don't need to be afraid to come forward. So if these things are being done, if you're aware of them, your friends or yourself, 
or please come forward. Let someone know. That's the best way to, to make sure that the public stays safe. And on New Reflections, our number one concern is patient safety and honest information. Now, getting to patient safety, let's talk about this story, Dr. Edelman. Uh, you you had a, a, a local rep for uh, one of your companies come in and tell you a story that, that just shocked you. Tell me about that. Well, I, I had uh, a rep who called on me on a regular basis um, come into my office and say, you know, what's the story with this uh, hair salon in the mall over by you that's that's doing liposuction? I said, a hair salon doing liposuction? I have no idea. So, you know, we kind of did a little research on our own. We actually uh, we knew which salon it was. We called the salon, and they were very willing to talk to us about liposuction and other procedures. And... Um, and uh, as it, you know, the long and the short of it is, is you know, they had someone that basically was was doing um, eye, eyelid surgery and liposuction and some other procedures, basically in the back room of their salon. And what what kind of a practitioner was this? Was it actually a plastic surgeon? Um, I'm I'm not sure. He was a um, a I think he was a Colombian national. He may have been. I think he was actually a foreign trained physician that uh, okay. came, came in and was doing these, you know, in this situation. And but, um, but didn't have, as far as you know, this might not have even been licensed in the United States. I, he wasn't licensed in the United States, and so he was not, and, and certainly not in Texas where he was doing these procedures. Yeah, you know, this is it's just shocking how much of this goes on. I mean, you have to ask yourself, how does someone? find themselves having a procedure in the back room of a hair salon. Now, how does that happen? Well, you know, I think it happened. Did you ask about, about price? Just did like you, you were saying you? before. I mean, you know, your friends are not the people to do plastic surgery on you. I mean, and, you know, your hairstylist is not the person to, um, to be advising you. Well, I know they advise patients of who to go to, and a lot of them will tell People go to very reputable plastic surgeons, but I mean, if they want you to do it in the back of their salon, you know, I, I would think twice about. Yeah, about I mean, that. you really got to, you really got to start asking some questions. And you know, the thing is, it's easy when you hear these stories about, you know, here's a, a, a doctor from Colombia. Certainly, uh, in Texas, we see a lot of Mexican doctors crossing the border. In Miami, we've got, uh, you know, all sorts of Central and South American doctors coming and performing illegal procedures. But if, if the story thickens when it actually is a licensed physician who practice, who's practicing legally within their specialty here in the United States. Uh, we're going to hear a story right now. I want to introduce our next guest who's going to tell us a story about those breast augmentations being done by an oral surgeon. Uh, Dr. Anu Bajaj has been on the show before. She is a board-certified plastic surgeon and uh, here to tell us just an, an amazing, unbelievable story. Dr. Bajaj, welcome back to New Reflections. Hi. Thank you for having me on the show. Well, um, you know, I appreciate you coming on the show on such short notice, and I just felt that this topic was so important. I wanted to get the show in while it was relevant in the news. We had this story about the injections being done in Miami and, and so many victims coming forward. We need to hear your story. Tell us, you had a, a case of someone that you had to repair from a breast augmentation. That's correct. I've, you know, one thing I think patients need to understand is, is when they research a physician, their physician needs to be qualified to treat them. And if you're operating on the breast, 
as a plastic surgeon, we have received training in general surgery and in surgical oncology because we know about breast cancer in the breast. And I've had two individuals who have had complications related to breast cancer from an augmentation. One young, one woman had had breast cancer with a lumpectomy and radiation therapy and developed breast rate asymmetry after that procedure. And as plastic surgeons, we understand the physiology of radiation therapy and how it can affect the breast and implants underneath it. But when you go to somebody who's not as familiar with that and the, the physician ends up performing, um, removing her old implants, replacing them, and doing a very aggressive mastopexy, she suffered a severe deformity where she lost a third of her breast and her entire nipple complex and dealt with an open wound of her breast for over a year. Uh, and and this is a disaster. And just to make it clear for, for those of you who might not follow our doctor speak, uh, the, this is a patient that had previously breast cancer. So she had treatment for the breast cancer and had radiation treatments along with her breast cancer treatment. Now, radiation will affect how the skin can survive. You know, the skin gets challenged. It's, it's not normal skin after it's been exposed to radiation treatments. Permanently. And that, that's correct. Well, that, that's right. I mean, the skin changes. And so the fact that you have radiation treatment, say, even 10 or more years ago, doesn't change that fact. You kind of carry that baggage with you the rest of your life in that area, in that patch of skin. And what Dr. Bajaj is describing is a procedure that was done where the implant that was put for her reconstruction was removed, and I'm, I'm guessing a larger implant was placed, and then on top of it, a breast lift was done, or as she described, the mastopexy, and, and it was an aggressive technique where the tissue was cut in different ways and moved around and, you know, to tighten and shape the breast, but done so in a way that challenged the ability of the skin to survive. Because remember, she had radiation, and that radiation changed how good the skin was going to respond and how well the skin could respond to these challenges. And in the end, Dr. Bajaj, you said she lost all of her nipple, her areola, and a third of her breast? It was a good, it was a whole central portion of her breast, which just became like, you know, like a tire with a hole in the middle. Oh, my goodness. You know. Well, you and I know, Adam, as well, that, you know, augmentation, mastopexy, even in the most experienced of hands, is one of the more challenging operations sometimes we do. And then when you throw in the the history of radiation on top of that, you know, you're really um, asking for trouble. Yeah, there's no question. And, and and Dr. Bajaj is very experienced in breast reconstruction, certainly knows the long-term consequences and how to handle the breast for aesthetic improvements and, and continuing to improve the appearance of the breast in reconstruction. You know, When you go to someone with experience that is practicing in their field of specialty, you're going to be in a better position to have a great result and avoid these types of complications. Now, in this case, the doctor doing that, that surgery, that aggressive breast lift, that wasn't a plastic surgeon. Right. What kind of doctor was that? He is an oral surgeon. Right, exactly. An oral surgeon. This is a doctor that is specializing in surgery of the mouth and the bones of the face. So someone who is supposed to be doing surgery from the neck up probably has no place doing surgery from the neck down. You know, it, it, you, you wouldn't go to a rectal surgeon to have your uh, eyelids done, right? I mean, no one would ever dream of doing that if they knew that they were going to a rectal surgeon to have their eyelids done. It's just not something you would do. 
Well, you probably ought to think the same way when you're going from having uh, something done below your neck to a surgeon that's having you know, that specializes in things above the neck, and it should raise a little bit of a red flag. And so, how did it turn out for that patient, Dr. Josh? She required a very complex reconstruction in which we ended up taking tissue from her back to help reconstruct her breast. And obviously, the results, while they're acceptable, aren't perfect. Yeah. Well, you know, she she should at this point is going to be grateful to have a nice form, to have some shape there. I mean, it's just a disaster. And, and, and it, it might have been avoided, it might not have, but it certainly would have put her in a better position had she come to you for the, the revision, for you know, the original breast lift, rather than having to fix it. And that brings us to how you're going to look people up. We were talking about plasticsurgery.org. Well, that's, going to, that's a good place to start when you know you want a plastic surgeon. But how do you look up someone that you're being recommended to? And certainly, you can rely on your friends. And, you know, Dr. Edelman was talking about hairdressers. I mean, people get advice from lots of different places. But look these people up. The best place to look a doctor up is certificationmatters.org. Certificationmatters.org is the website for the American Board of Medical Specialties. And on that site, you can look up a doctor anywhere in the country, it will tell you, is that doctor board certified and what the specialty that the doctor is certified in is. And so you need to know what are they certified in and if even if they're certified, are they certified? Certificationmatters.org. That's the place to go. We're going to jump to a short commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to be joined by uh, Dr. John Diaz, who practices in California, and you know he's going to join this, this discussion and tell us more stories about people making bad choices, and ways that all of you listening can avoid getting into those situations. We'll be back after this short break here on New Reflections. Real Life Solutions, Voice America Health and Wellness. Cosmetic surgery is a big deal. If you need a coronary bypass procedure, you probably want someone you trust and not the biggest bargain in town. You might get more than you bargained for. This is your face and body we're talking about. Do your homework. My doctor trained with world-renowned plastic surgeons. My doctor is a fully board-certified plastic surgeon. My doctor is an MD and on staff at several Florida hospitals. My doctor is an associate professor of surgery at a major university. My doctor is Adam Rubenstein. People pick a doctor based on trust, and you can trust Dr. Rubenstein. He has the experience, knowledge, and artistic touch you're looking for. Call 305-792-7575. Call today for a free consultation in a multilingual office. That's 305-792-7575. Dr. Adam Rubenstein, Turnberry Plastic Surgery at Biscayne Boulevard and the William Lehman Causeway, where medicine meets artistry. My doctor is Adam Rubenstein. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to New Reflections with Dr. Adam Rubenstein. If you have a question or comment for the host or this week's guests, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You can also send an email to info at dr-rubenstein.com. 
That's info at dr-rubenstein.com. Now, back to New Reflections. Welcome back to the show. You know, we've been talking with Dr. Mark Edelman and Dr. Anu Bajaj. They're board-certified plastic surgeons. We're now joined by Dr. John Diaz. Dr. Diaz has been on the show once before, and he joins us again. He practices in Los Angeles, California. Dr. Diaz, welcome to the show. Did we lose Dr. Diaz? John? Okay. Uh, we're going to get Dr. Diaz back on the show, and he's going to join us with uh, a story about a patient who went to a clinic. And we were just talking about certificationmatters.org. Now, the importance of that is you can look up any doctor in the country. No matter who you go to, no matter who you're seeing, you can check out a doctor. And just recently, in fact, just yesterday, I had a patient in my office. The patient came to me because he had a, a problem with cheek implants. He had developed an infection on one side of his face, and he was worried it might be the cheek implants that were infected and, and wanted to know what to do about it. And, uh, you know, I saw him, and the good news for him was that it didn't look like the, the implants themselves were infected. It looked more like it was just a skin infection. But then he started asking, well, you know, I had this laser procedure about two weeks ago, and I wondered maybe that could have caused this infection. And I started asking him questions, and it turns out that the person he went to is apparently very popular with uh, TV and radio personalities here, particularly in the Latin community. Uh, he was there with uh, his uh, uh, wife, and you know she was in that in that field. You know she's a model and, and I believe an actress, and so you know really they were very familiar with this doctor. And I looked the doctor up, and you know they believed him to be a, a cosmetic specialist of some kind. Well, it turns out this particular doctor I, I looked up on certificationmatters.org is not board certified. Then I looked him up at the Florida Board of Medicine, and you can do this too. Anywhere you live in your state, you can look up the Board of Medicine and see what the doctor's background is, if they're licensed in that state. And in fact, this doctor was licensed in the state of Florida. But then you look up the doctor's education, and it turns out that the doctor had only three oh, years I'm of residence. I'm in the middle of a call. I'm so sorry. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll it, go right it, at 10. <laughs> sorry. No, no, weird. Uh, doctor looked it up, and you could see that the uh, this doctor had three years of training, and those years of training were in pediatrics. It's a child's doctor, pediatrician. And it's not even a fully trained pediatrician. It wasn't even a fully trained pediatrician. And so they were shocked to find that information out. They just didn't know. Look people up on certificationmatters.org. Look people up on your state board of medicine. If you're just starting your search, go to plasticsurgery.org. We're now John Diaz. Dr. John Diaz is back with us. Dr. Diaz, welcome back. Tell us. Thank you. You were Thank you, you had it. Thanks for inviting. I'm glad to be here. It, it's I'm glad to have you. And you were just talking about uh, you, you were telling me while we were on break a story about a patient that had been to some clinic outside of L.A. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, just actually, I just saw the patient recently this early this week, and you know, Adam, we're we're sensitive to to people's needs. We know this is a bad economy, but what I'm seeing are are people that are going to these uh, very questionable kind of uh, so-called doctors because they're offering them rock-bottom prices. Well, you know, we all know that saying that we you get what you pay for. Well, this woman went to some surgeon who she thought was a surgeon, had her breast augmentation because he offered it to her for $2,000, which you and I both know is almost impossible to do. Um, it was some shady clinic somewhere outside of L.A. She told me the guy's name. I looked him up. I couldn't find anything on him, so I don't even think he's a real doctor. If he is, maybe he's a doctor somewhere else and is practicing here illegally. 
In any case, she's completely disfigured. Her breasts are completely asymmetric. She's had wound infections. Her wounds have opened up. They've closed. She's been back to the clinic for help now for a couple of weeks. She's never seen him again. She's taken care of by some other woman there who uh, she doesn't think is a doctor or even a nurse. And she's just completely devastated. And she's now looking at very complex reconstructive surgery to try to make her look just normal. And this is a woman with limited you know, financial means. So she's looking at a terrible, terrible situation for herself. Now, you talk about limited financial means. E even if she has health insurance, the health insurance is not likely to cover the reconstruction that this, this girl may need because it's a complication of cosmetic surgery. Yeah, that's the problem. And, and like I said, you know, we all understand that right now things are a little bit tough for people, but you cannot cut corners with your safety and your health. It's just not worth it. And, there's, and there's no doubt. There's no doubt. And, you know, and we were talking earlier, members of the American Society of Plastic Surgeons have to attest to only operating in proper clinics and proper hospitals, fully accredited operating rooms. We take an ethical oath every year that we agree to is remain as members that we conduct ourselves in the highest professional manner. <clears throat> you know, giving discount prices is something that's just a reality right now. And, and I think if you shop around and look to find qualified practitioners where you live, you'll find someone that will give you a fairly competitive price. You're going to pay more. You're going to pay more to have something done right. But be careful because... You know, this patient that you're talking about, Dr. Diaz, she is one of thousands and thousands of people who are going to these makeshift clinics because they can save a couple dollars. I you know, also think it's important that patients understand it's their life. You know, when you go to a hair salon and get your hair cut, your hair is going to grow back. But if you're having surgery and not only are there the risks of the medications given to sedate you for your procedure, but it's the procedure itself. And that could very well be your life that's at stake, not just some hair that's going to grow back. Yeah, there's no yeah. doubt. You know, I often tell patients, you know, if you're looking for a cardiac bypass, let's say you have heart trouble, you need a bypass operation, you're not real likely to go shopping around town to find the cheapest price you can find or, you know, the, the best uh, deal that you can get on your heart bypass you're probably going to go to a place that's going to give you the safest and best chance for a good result. Why should your face or your breasts or your body be any different when you're thinking about having surgery? Surgery is surgery. This is, it's, it, we're not in the business of need. You know, Dr. Diaz, you're talking about how people are making these choices based on money and they're, they're really cutting corners. And you're right. We see this all the time. But you don't need to have this. It's not something that you, it's a medical necessity. You want to have it. So, even if you can't afford to have it done properly, save, wait, don't have it done right away. Put yourself in a good position. Find yourself a properly trained, board-certified plastic surgeon. Have it done the right way. Pay a couple extra dollars. Maybe wait a little longer to have the procedure done. Hey, but get Adam, it done. along those mm -hmm. same lines, you know that recently there have been some stories in the news about these people injecting themselves. Well, yeah, you know, we, we I touched on that just a little bit. We opened the show talking about the illegal injections done in Miami, and, and in the introduction I was talking about people that are able to order things online. You're exactly right. You know, you can order Botox online from illegal right. pharmacies, and there, you know, that can be disastrous. I, I had a patient, I had another patient recently, well, a couple of months ago actually, who came in because she, she went to some person at their home underwent injections in her face. She doesn't know what it is. 
after I examined her, she comes in because she has huge red, big bumps on her face, which we call granulomas. And some of them were opening, getting infected. I mean, this is a disaster. And she's completely disfigured at this point. She's like embarrassed to be anywhere in public. Of course. And, uh, we see this, you see this in Miami. You see a load of that being done in the butt and the hips and, and certainly in the face. I mean, it's just shocking. It's a terrible disaster. And generally, in the name of saving a few dollars. Yeah. Well, that was exactly the story with her. She said she wanted injectables, didn't want, you know, felt that the regular Juvederm or other kind of products that we use now were too expensive for her. And, uh, you know, like I said, went to someone's house and went, uh, you know, underwent injections in some, some person's house. Yeah. And unfortunately, that is, I, I hear stories of that in Miami. We hear it all the time, you know, and it, it's just, it's so widespread that we can't go after all the people doing it. There's too many people doing it. You can't clean it up. It's going to continue. There's always going to be someone getting illegal stuff, putting it into people, performing procedures in backs, you know, back room, operating rooms, makeshift places. The best thing that we can do is what we're trying to do today. You know, here we've got four board-certified plastic surgeons that have gotten together on a Saturday morning and trying to, to talk to folks and get the word out. Do your homework. You have to do your homework. You've got to make sure that you understand what's going on. You know, if, if you're looking to have something done, if you want to make a nice change for yourself, don't take it lightly. Make sure you make good choices. So if you're just starting your, your search, go to plasticsurgery.org. Plasticsurgery.org, American Society of Plastic Surgeons, every doctor there is a board-certified plastic surgeon. And if you're seeing a few different people in your neighborhood, you can recommend it to look them up on certificationmatters.org. Those two websites can save your life. They can, might even save, if it's not your life, they might just save you a lot of heartache and a, just a terrible situation. Put yourself in a good situation. Pay a, a fair, reasonable price. Get it done with qualified people. I want to thank my guests uh, Dr. Mark Edelman. Dr. Edelman, tell us, in Houston, Texas, if someone wants to find you, where can they look you up? How do we find you on the web? Uh, you can't find me on the web, uh, but um, um, I'm located in uh, <clears throat> in Memorial area in Houston. Uh, my office phone number is 713-365-9990. Okay, Dr. Bajaj, how does someone find you if they're looking for uh, help in your neck of the woods? Um, either through my website, which is um, bajajplasticsurgery.org, or they can call my office, which is 405-810-8448. Fantastic. And Dr. Diaz, thanks again for joining us. How does someone find you in L.A.? Well, yeah, I'm a little far away, but they can just look me up, Google Dr. John Diaz, and you'll be sure to find my website. <laughs> Fair enough. I want to thank all my guests one more time. Thanks on such short notice. I appreciate you coming on the show for such an important topic. I'm your host, Dr. Adam Rubenstein, and uh, I, I invite you to join us again. We have shows coming up on breast reduction, both male and female. We're going to talk about skin care on a show coming up. We'll talk about revision breast surgery. And we've got other shows on exercise and fitness and liposuction. Every week, it's a new topic related to aesthetics, wellness, and beauty here on New Reflections. Look forward to having you on the show again. Thanks so much for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you next time here on New Reflections.
hope you stayed informed and entertained today on New Reflections. Please join your host, Dr. Adam Rubenstein, again next Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You can also email the doctor at info at dr-rubenstein.com or visit his website at www.dr-rubenstein.com. And don't forget to join us next Saturday for new reflections on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a beautiful weekend.